0: Welcome to Second Take Podcast review of Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom. Starring Harrison Ford, Kate Capshaw, if and Jonathan Kee Kwan. Written by Willard Hyuk, Gloria Katz, George Indiana Lucas, Jones. and Philip Kaufman, And directed by Steven Spielberg.
1: From Steven Spielberg and George Lucas
0: indiana jones and the temple of doom you
1: don't believe me you
2: will dr jones
0: Kalima! Kalima! And I'm Sebastian. I forgot to prep a quote and then freaked out. Was that the right movie? Correct. Good. <laughs> Hold on to your potatoes. And I'm
1: Alex. And now you give me the diamond. I'm Andy Schossler. <laughs> Although you can quote so many other things in this. Please I do. <laughs> my Go on. Fa- look, I, I didn't say it, but my favorite quote from this is that's not a
0: waiter. <laughs> And yeah, welcome and, and to whole <laughs> review of Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom.
2: <laughs>
0: oh, fun times. Look at him go Indy. How yeah. Okay. So everyone's memory of this film until the <laughs> Temple until the Crystal Skull one came out was this is the worst of the Indiana Jones films. It's the weird one. Yes. It's not the bad one normally. It's just the different one. I'm going to say that I was during my viewing of this film, which, by the way, everybody in Australia—they're all on Netflix right now. Super convenient to watch these films. You know the um, only one that isn't what uh,
1: Raiders of the Lost Ark.
0: Oh well, that's I already had a copy of that one. On there. I, it was actually after we had done Raiders, I had discovered that the rest of them were all on Netflix, and I was like, "Oh, you sons of bitches!"
1: They're all on Amazon Prime. Oh, okay, I got that too. But I think yeah, Netflix didn't have one of them. It was either Raiders or. Um, Last Crusade I thought I saw saw
0: Crusade on there maybe maybe maybe
1: it was just a weird timing when I watched it that it became available by the time you'd seen. Uh, maybe anyway or uh, stop being available or whatever the case is
0: so I watched this film for this review with the unique perspective of I was busy writing a couple of articles at the time (laughs) and I did not want to be doing such so writing the articles or watching the film writing the articles (laughs) and my memory of this film was it's fine but it's it's out of the, the original three it's the least good I was so much more engaged with watching this film than I was with watching The um, um, Raise of the Lost Ark Ah. because I think my brain was like, man, this writing thing sure does suck, doesn't it? Let's watch this movie instead. So what should have taken me- I was writing only like a thousand words. It should have taken me half an hour. took me about two and a half hours in the end because I had back and forth between watching this movie. But- I'm going to come into this review very happy and positive because its experience for me was it was my procrastination. <laughs> Normally, I'm procrastinating watching the movies we're reviewing, so it's like a weird flip. You, it, oh, sorry. Th-
2: no, it's okay. You go.
0: I was
1: going to say hmm. it was the third. It was the last Indiana Jones film I saw. I saw Last Crusade first, then Raiders, and then this one. Th-
2: this is the second Indiana Jones <laughs> film that I've seen. <laughs> <laughs> Funnily enough, in sequence.
0: Good. I don't even remember if I saw mine in sequence. I just saw them as a kid growing up and I have no memory. I, there's a couple of key scenes in this film that I, I just I kn- yeah. knew. And oh, I don't
2: remember them having any keys. <gasps>
0: um, and, and to, get, to get out of the crushing room. <laughs> that was a lever. Uh, lever's like a lever's kind of like a built-in key when you think of it. <laughs> no, mine was the monkey brain. Sure, right. For some reason, that whole dinner scene is just burned into my brain as a child. Um, the, the soup with the eyeballs, the people, the men eating the beetles, yep. and when the, the chilled monkey brains come out.
1: Is an interesting bit of trivia about that? I can't wait. I it's it's this very theory. good, yes.
0: <laughs> I was going to talk about AIDS when it came to my trivia notes. <laughs> so I think we're- <laughs> AIDS? Oh, <great>. AIDS <laughs> and um, the eating of monkeys. <laughs> we
2: should yeah. totally move on to trivia. <laughs> <laughs> it's like I, am, I am very interested in this
0: trivia. I hope you're ready for some pseudoscience medical facts because I haven't done any research
1: into <laughs> So you're seeing it with fresh eyes, Alex. Yeah, and
2: well, uh, as fresh as four beers in after watching Dark <laughs> Phoenix. No, but,
1: I, but I mean, you haven't you haven't seen it before, no, and you haven't seen Last Crusade yet, no. So we've both said that it's the weirdest Indiana Jones and the one that's out of place from the trilogy, anyway. Yeah,
0: it's yeah. the yeah, it's the, it's the ugly stepchild. But so, I didn't saying that, not ugly. That's yes, the right's wrong. Yeah. It's no. the unloved stepchild. <laughs> No. So, just
1: just as an overall impression, I don't want to taint your verdict or get that out or anything yet. But just as an overall impression, did it stand out as different, distinctly different from Raiders? Or uh, yes, okay.
2: And then reading trivia made sense.
1: Okay, okay, good, yeah.
0: good, good, awesome. Well, I'm happy to move on to trivia. Yes, unless <laughs> we I know, normally we talk about our viewing experiences. I was on my couch, so I'm gonna. <laughs> <laughs> I,
1: I've I've been watching these with my wife, who is a massive Indiana Jones fan, and this was the f- Temple of Doom was the first Indiana Jones film she saw, mm. so she loves it. Yeah. It's etched in her brain as this the, is the template. This is it. Yeah, that's exactly right. As f- and it was also there, there was also a bit of subterfuge. It was you know the film she wasn't supposed to see but mm. did anyway. Uh-huh. What was that?
0: I'm trying to think if I ever had a movie that I was restricted from watching. I don't like horror movies, yeah. And obviously yeah. M- there, are, there are a lot of R-rated non-horror movies, but the majority of <laughs> R-rated movies are horror. I never wanted to watch them. So I never really had the problem of like, there was a film I- No, South Park the movie. That was the one that I wanted to watch that I had to like fight to get to. Really? That wasn't R-rated. That was, it was M for sure. MA I think in Australia, but I was eight. Right. And that was a difficult... I was allowed to watch the show, but I wasn't allowed to watch the movie. What? Yeah, you my were parents... eight and you were watching South Park? Eight or nine, yeah. I think it came out before 2000, didn't it? Yeah. Yeah, because I would have been... no. I, the most would have been nine if it came out I, in 2000.
1: I remember seeing the first episode,
0: I was 13. Oh. Yeah. I used to watch it on SBS. you just stay up late and watch it. No, I couldn't like, have been 13.
1: No, it couldn't have come out in 2000. It must have been much earlier than that.
0: I mean, maybe, but I was not allowed to watch that one because... My parents heard was, there was boobs in it. And I was like, that's, yeah. that's the line? We found the line. It's cartoon boobs. Um, <laughs> I remember
1: being 13 <laughs> and loving the first episode because they said the word dildo a few times.
0: Uh, 1999 is when the movie came out. So I was eight. Yes. I was right.
1: Oh, I just felt like. So, right. so the show must have come out. 1999. <laughs> oh,
2: 99. I was so going to say, sh- Are you were negative two. <laughs> <laughs> Mom, <laughs> Mr. Kitty's <laughs>
0: being a dildo. <laughs> well, it looks like Mr. Kitty's sleeping with Mom tonight, or <laughs> whatever it is. That was what? Brilliant. That's brilliant. <laughs> It's such a weird. As a, a thirteen-year-old, I
1: thought that was subtle. That was subtle enough to be to be revered as being super clever. Oh my god, these guys are geniuses.
0: Mm. Hey, they, I think they are actually quite clever. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah I really enjoy some of their later stuff. But how the fuck did this happen? Oh yeah, I wasn't allowed to watch cartoon boobs, <laughs> and that's now who I am today. That's tainted my existence. Still no cartoon <laughs> boobs. Still no cartoon <laughs> boobs. I, I can't actually recognize a boob if it's not real. I don't, for some reason, my brain won't translate from cartoon to its real life counterpart. Huh, and I'm like, right. what am I looking, is that an otter? Like, <laughs> circle. <laughs> it's a, it's huh. a circle with a series of other circles. All right, trivia? Yes. <laughs> riddle me this, riddle me that. Who's afraid of the big black? Hey, Derek, you know what's always good for shoulder pain? What? If you lick my butthole.
2: It is Wednesday, my dudes.
0: I have to remember that people from my work have started listening to this show. (laughs) I have to keep that somewhere tucked into the back of my mind when I go on rants about cartoon tits. Yeah. So apparently not at the forefront where it can make any difference. It's in the back of my head that I regret later. We need to know why you are the way you are, So Yeah, um, it's, it's a very good insight. I would love to like I, later in my in my later years, I start seeing a psychologist and like take it from the top. And like, here's my backlog of podcasts. Just listen. <laughs> <laughs> it's all
1: the research you'll ever need. That's it. Here's his fifteen hundred dollars. That it adds up to about ten
0: sessions. <laughs> um, oh, before I can give you my podcast thing, I do need you to just subscribe to our Patreon. <laughs> <laughs> it's so you get the. Entire backlog, AIDS, AIDS, AIDS. So um, everyone has AIDS during like the whole AIDS pandemic scare South back Park in the
2: and the writers. <laughs> oh yes, yes. <laughs> Sorry, the pandemics.
0: Sixties or seventies, where there was that when AIDS kind of moved itself to the the forefront of co- well Western culture. Everyone was having that huge scare about you can get it from sharing a drinking tap with someone with you know the whole fear-mongering bullshit thing. Um, A lot of research was done trying to find where did the AIDS virus come from. And they were partially able to trace it back to a couple of tribes, tribes of monkeys. Mm -hmm. Um, But I want to say in the African region, but don't quote me on that. But they were able to trace them back to a specific genetic code um, in a a certain subspecies of apes. And they were trying to work out because the only ways of getting it from these would be the ingestion of the actual monkeys or actually having sex with them. And for some reason, the sticking point of me in this film is this is somehow a fact that my father was aware of. So when I first saw it and he saw them eating the monkeys' brains, the thing he informed me was there's actually a chance that they could contract the um, AIDS virus from ingesting the monkeys depending on what monkeys they are and how it's been treated, et cetera. Because at that point, they believed that, yeah, the virus had come from a human ape- um, cross interesting now the validity of all that is yeah um, this is not the <laughs> this is not the podcast for research I could not be more clear but yeah that was just the, the little tidbit the 80% fact that I received during this film and then I've later on and had, I've gone and done research into it and people were tracing it back to certain groups I've just unfortunately so far removed I can't remember the continent that these monkeys
1: well, are from you can get it from blood transfusions yes it can go that way and it's you know people do eat monkeys mm. it's not beyond the realm of possibility that somebody was slicing one open and got some blood on an open wound or something and contracted it that yeah, way. Or then f- went home. a monkey. And... <laughs> um, now, I'll, I'll, I'll I, think, attempt... I think that's less
0: likely. as <laughs> the cause. I'm going to... Oh, if you just search AIDS and monkeys, it, Google does type up and say AIDS and monkey brains. Is the autocorrect too, which I've not go. searched before. There you go. So, what what I can do? I'll do some pseudo research. If you guys want to kick it off with some movie trivia, and I'll bookend us with some science trivia.
1: All right. Well, hugely popular movie for the box office uh, on a budget of twenty eight million. This film took in worldwide three hundred thirty three million. Okay, pretty successful film. Wow, you might say for a film about a weird make believe Indian cult. That worships hearts I was talking with Seb uh, on the on the way up here this morning and it's that I know it's set in India right I know the whole thing is set in India but for the life of me I can't break this programming from the first time I saw it that when they when they go underground into the lava pit that that whole thing is set in some Aztec uh, village that they're in that they're in Mexico when they do it. Oh. I know it's in India and I still can't I still feel like it's some ancient Aztec cult. Oh right. Yeah. I don't know why. I don't know why that is. Yeah. I don't know whether it's because of Molaram's costume or because of the obsession with the heart or just because everything's kind of red and I associate that with Aztec culture somehow.
0: Right. It's weird.
1: Yeah. Um, anyway, <laughs> I was
0: um what I was talking about I said AIDS, is technically the HIV virus. Well, HIV, sorry. Yes. So, a bit of a misstep there. Sorry to all my, my well, AIDS fans. AIDS is the syndrome, yeah. HIV yeah. causes AIDS. Yes.
1: You don't catch AIDS, you develop AIDS.
0: I can give a quick two-sentence brief <laughs> on it. <laughs> HIV crossed from chimps to humans in the 1920s in what is now the Democratic Republic of Congo. This is probably a result of chimps carrying the simian- Oh, God, I can't read that thing. Im- oh, no. This is just like the other show where I have to read big words. immunodeficiency. 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 Thank you. Virus SIV, a virus closely related to HIV, being hunted, um, being hunted and eaten by people living in the area. There you go. So they do blame um, people being attacked by them, but also ingesting them. So oh yeah, nobody's vicious. Nobody's outright saying somebody fucked a monkey, but I feel like it's subtext.
1: Nobody fucked
0: a monkey. Somebody. I, okay. Hands up at the table. Who thinks somebody has possibly fucked a monkey in their life? No, I'm, I'm counting one hand you guys think nobody ever has fucked a monkey? I don't think the chimps will let you seb. I think somebody's fucked a monkey <laughs> I don't, I'm not happy I'm not, I'm not trying to put them to the forefront of humanity I, I just think that somebody's done it okay <laughs> I'm not like I don't want to back them up and say good on them for it No, I think they're too nimble too aggressive and too
1: too close to being human
0: Somebody has tranked and then fucked a monkey. Oh, well, is, maybe, that, yeah. is that a better a better way of phrasing it? I don't like, know. Yeah, maybe somebody has Day done horrible things to, to, yes. to a corpse. Yeah, no, it's tranquilize, It's alive, which I think is worse in this case. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Somebody's fucked a monkey. I'm gonna say I doubt <sighs> that humans are that depraved, but I, you never know. I absolutely think they're exactly that
1: depraved. Possibly,
0: like the moonlight just hit it, hits hit fur in that right glint, and I just couldn't help myself. I don't god, know. god!
1: In keeping with the tone of the film, that got dark. <laughs> <laughs> that got really dark. <laughs> so, uh, Kate Capshaw, who plays Winnie, uh, took sedatives before the bug scene, uh, where she genuinely had a whole heap of bugs on her.
0: Yeah, fuck that noise.
1: Who also had to be taught how to scream. Yeah, I, I found that fascinating. That's so weird. Yeah, because she's so high pitched and all. Like her voice is. Possibly the worst part of the film. Yeah.
0: Oh. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I, I was watching this by myself. My wife got home from wrestling training, came in, and the first thing she did apart from say hi to me was turn to the TV and goes, oh, "I fucking hate this bitch." And I was like, <laughs> "Yes, right. Most annoying human being in the world." Like that was my key memory from this film as well. Apart from the monkey brains, was I think the lady's very annoying. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. oh, oh yep. yep. I think yep, she's yep. meant to be though. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> oh God.
1: Mm-hmm. So, so. Uh, Amrish Puri, who plays Mool-A-Ram, he shaved his head for the role, but he liked it so much and got such a good response that he kept it shaved for a while and became one of India's most famous film villains. He looks yeah. familiar. I was looking through his IMDb, and a lot of his posters are shots with him with hair. I don't know if it's a, a wig by now. Um, I, don't, I didn't even check if he was still alive, but he was born in the 30s. I'm going to have a look because yeah. he reminds me. So he's
0: me, an older guy. You know, he reminds me of It's not him, but... Um, He's Stanley the, Tucci? No, he's the muscle. A bit. <laughs> Indian Stanley Tucci. <laughs> yeah. um, if you guys are- fr- Wait. <coughs> how much is he, He's there, the ball one, yeah? Mother ball one, right? yep. right? yeah. Yep. He reminds me of this film of- Have you guys seen the, the first live action Scooby-Doo film? Yeah. So this, there's- in, in the three main bad guys in that film, I mean, I mean excluding Scrappy-Doo, you've got Rowan Atkinson's character- yes. You've got the big, muscly luchador, and then you've got the other guy who's like the creepy guy on the island who's bald and plays the piano and stuff. I
1: can't remember well, him.
0: Well, now. that's the guy he reminds okay. me of. If, if anyone's familiar with the Scooby-Doo movie, he's that villain. But it, ah. I don't think it's actually him, but I thought they were the same actor. I'm just, I'm just confirming now that they're not.
1: Well, listeners, post pictures of any bald man, and Seb will instantly agree that they look like... Okay, it's not the guy I
0: think it is, but I'm going to find the guy and prove a point here. (laughs) I think the guy, I think it is actually an Aussie actor because I think think Scooby-Doo was filmed on the Gold Coast here.
1: Possibly, yeah. Um, Um, Oh, I was just going to say, the original draft called for a motorcycle chase across the Great Wall of China and China poo-pooed that and said, no. in in, in Russian accents. Bare. That seems fair.
0: Yeah, okay. So what I've done is I've mixed up two bald men.
1: Uh, <laughs> really, Seb? How on earth did you do that?
0: Um, because the, you have such an excellent memory no, for, it's, for faces. It's a new low because this man is also definitely white. <laughs> <laughs> and not even Indian. I'm trying to find him in his outfit from Scooby-Doo because he is dressed in like travel gear.
1: Actually, you know who he does look like? Mm. Um, what's his name? Mike from Who Dares Wins. Remember Who Dares Wins? I is that an Australian of, show? Because is an Australian Statham.
0: actor. Statham. Oh, no, he's an English actor. No, not Statham. The Rock.
1: My, no, you know, do you know the Are show- Are you who, just naming bald men
0: now? Because that's my yes. bit. <laughs> you back <laughs> off.
1: Does anybody remember Who Dares Wins from the 90s? No. no, I have no
2: idea what that means. Okay. I was, mean, I know what those words mean, separate was, to each no, other. It was like <laughs> X
1: Factor before X Factor. It was, it, was, oh. it was a game show. People were dared by, you know, a friend of theirs to go along and do this thing. And then Mike and Tanya Zayeta. Um, show up, and they say, "Here's the dare: you can back out right now, or you can do it and win some cash, or a trip, or whatever it happened to be." And um, then they film them doing the dare.
0: I'm literally loading up on Netflix, the Scooby Doo movie, oh God, just so I can name? find this guy for you guys. Because oh, I fucking I crazy.
1: Anyway, okay. The dinner scene, or do you have other trivia? I have other
2: trivia. Please. This is actually a prequel, sequel. Now, how does that work? So it's set in 1935.
1: Was Raiders not okay, set in this f- is the
0: prick I thought he was, am I am I wrong? That's the, how he's made up in Scooby Doo. Am I crazy?
1: I guess he kind of looks like the, these movies there. are yeah.
0: fifteen years apart plus. That's why yeah. I, I tried to get the aging difference. Yeah, yeah. The, this okay. is an this is a white English actor who is not an Indian actor. Well, he's blue there. He's got a hologram around him, this- <laughs> 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 it's
1: completely justified. <laughs> he looks more like um, Karen Gillan's character from, from, uh, from, from Guardians. He, was, then, yeah. then he had, he had yeah. a blue
0: tint on him. He's not fucking a Smurf. <laughs> Jesus Christ.
2: Um yeah, the the trivia that I read was that that uh this was a a sequel, but it's set before Raiders because there's no Nazis.
1: No Nazis. Although they definitely were around in nineteen thirty five.
2: They were but there's no Nazis in this film. Interesting. And it was because of the Nazis that they didn't
0: wanted to be sent Wait, after. Were the Nazis in India? Did the Nazis get to India?
1: No, but they were talking with the Japanese about how to split up India because okay. it was a British territory. So, okay. and, in, and, and in that plan, the Nazis would have advanced as far as Iran and the Japanese would have taken as much as as, as far west mm. as India.
0: Can I argue alternate history anyway? Because I think Indiana Jones took out a lot of very powerful Nazis with the Ark of the Covenant. <laughs> True. This is, this is just like that- the Bastard Universe. <laughs> like it's
1: completely fixed. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, a general, a squad, and one Gestapo guy.
0: That's There's a lot of Nazis in the next one from memory. Last Crusade? Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. He's, like, basically fighting the army. I think so. I remember there being a scene with a lot of, like, a lot of troops. <laughs> he's, he's fighting the Wehrmacht in Egypt.
2: <laughs> here's the- um, Or Jordan or whatever they happen to be. Here's yeah. here's the of the trivia that I'm referring to. So, Steven Spielberg's first sequel, though technically a prequel, as this movie takes place in 1935 before Raiders of the Lost Ark uh, taking place in 1936.
0: Okay. Interesting. Why- Yeah. That- I mean- it, it changes nothing either way because they are so standalone, but yeah. it's just an unusual choice to place it there rather than there. It's
1: Lucas. Lucas loves to fuck around with his audience.
0: Yeah. But like, it's such a pointless change. Yeah. I mean, it, like I said, it doesn't break it or make like, it. It's just it, it, it's a thing. It just exists. Okay. I guess he's less academic in this
1: one. Definitely. Like he he knows kind of about the village and, a, and and a little bit about the history, but he's not really like this film is also weird in that he doesn't solve any puzzles. He's just along for the ride. Yeah, you know he's yeah. he's catching on to the mystery and to the cult as it's going along. In fact, the whole dinner scene is uh, is just exposition about this cult existing. It's not something that Indy's delivering, he's learning about it as, as the film goes on.
0: The only thing I could read into this Whereas is in the
1: other two, he is on top of the literature straight away. Yeah. And he's telling everybody else, no, this is the reason why we have to go here or Yeah.
0: He doesn't believe in magic in this film until the end, but in the last sorry, in the um Ray's the Lost Ark, he's a little bit trepidatious about the whole arc thing anyway. So well, you, that would you could make sense read into him of- being a little bit gun shy about these artifacts now. And it would make
1: sense if this is the first time mm. he's had this this sort of adventure. Yeah,
0: I mean, that, it
1: first time he's seen magic because magic is absolutely real in the Indiana Jones yes. universe. Magic yeah. and
0: alien science later. Yeah. And God, apparently. <laughs> yeah, the Hebrew God, at least. <laughs> Jesus confirms, tells no one. Oh Have you seen that? Indiana Jones literally discovers proof of Christ, <laughs> locks it in a case, Whatever. locks it in a wooden box, it sends it off <laughs> to a
1: warehouse. <laughs> oh, great. So the whole dinner scene, which is another weird, out-of-place thing.
0: I always feel a it's a famous weird, out-of-place thing. It's like the boulder scene, I, would, I yeah. would argue it's an iconic bit of yeah. this franchise.
1: So originally, uh, the other writers, so Spielberg and Lucas and the other two writers, Huik and, hoit, hoit. and, and Katz, they proposed that the exposition about the cult be delivered during a tiger hunt. Right. Okay. Because that's kind of Indiana Jones. He's on. He's in very India. Indian. Yeah. I guess or stereotypical. Yeah. Anyway, so yeah. he's on safari and doing whatever, and that's how the expedition would be delivered. <laughs> Spielberg. said, "There's no way I'm staying in India long enough to shoot a tiger hunt." <laughs> I'm sure there may even have been a few expletives in there. <laughs> so they they redid it. They reimagined it. They settled on the idea of a dinner. But Katz, one of the writers, said that Steve and George still react like children, so their idea was to make it as gross as possible. Yep. By having all these insects and bugs and you know, snakes with live snakes being cut out of the belly and that was that was their little pitch. If we're gonna have a dinner, we're
0: gonna make it gross. Mm. What's weird nice. is okay, for me. Whenever we go overseas, I am I always dive in for the weird food. I generally, I will avoid street food because I enjoy my holidays and I don't enjoy shitting myself to death, but I will so try were, unusual food. So if
1: you were on Deep Space Nine, you would head straight for the Klingon restaurant and go, one order of gagh, please. Yes, please. Give me your biggest,
0: <laughs> spiciest gach. Um So when I'm watching this, I'm like, oh, I would probably try the beetles. I'm on board now. Okay. Eyeball soup. I would probably try the broth. I wouldn't eat the eyeballs. I imagine they're quite chalky because like fish eyes, they're quite hard when you cook them. You're and, actually-
1: and inky. Yeah. I mean, okay. The ink is always... like I've, I've, I've had it before and it's... Chalky is probably the best way mm. to describe it. It's a weird it. texture, right? Yeah, yeah. but it's, it's not... Sorry, what was this? Bitter. Eyes.
0: Yeah. Oh, right. So I would try the soup, but I wouldn't try the contents of the soup. I would have tried the beetles. I definitely would not be eating a live snake only because I, I can't swallow that much. Like that would be awkward. Title of your sex tape? Title of a sex tape. <laughs> um, <laughs> nice. <laughs> and you know what? If I if the AIDS thing wasn't an issue, I would be trying the monkey brains because I've had brains before, not chilled monkey brains, but I've had okay. like lamb. Okay. So I'm watching this and I'm like, oh God, I'm just so fucking like Eastern European. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm watching this and <laughs> I'm like, oh, that all Where seems the like potatoes, legit. guys. <laughs> that all seems like genuine food to me. <laughs> but the only thing I would be like a little bit, yeah, maybe the live snakes is a pass. Yeah. yeah. But the Beatles, like, because my justification is as gross as it looks, they'd only be eating it if it tastes good. Nobody would go out of the way to eat beetles if they taste like shit, especially you're in the fucking palace with the fucking king. Why would he be eating bad food? Some things are considered delicacies and they taste like crap, but because
1: they are considered delicacies, that's what you're served and you eat it because yeah. you're honoring Oysters. the prince. Yeah, oysters aren't aren't particularly delicious.
0: I like oysters, but yeah. Caviar's really
1: salty. I think you have to have an acquired taste for it.
0: You get a mixed caviar with something like fig, for example, like a nice (laughs) sweet undertone to really bring it out. But um, yeah, I was like watching this. I'm like, yeah, but as a kid, I'm like, oh, that's weird. But maybe I got desensitized from watching it as a kid. (laughs) Funnily enough, reading about
1: it, their intention was to gross people out. Watching that scene now, I was not grossed out at all. Yeah, Like the one gross thing maybe would have been the live snakes coming out of the, the snake. But Good even effect, then, though, yeah, but even then, I would consider that more of a show than this is your, you know, you're going to eat them live. And they do a show that, like that in
0: Japan. Do they, um, is it with the squid?
1: They'll put like a, like they thing. cut the tentacle off the, and they o- put the octopus. soy sauce
0: on it, and the salt makes the squid tentacles yeah. move. Yeah. So there is, there is precedence <laughs> for eating long wiggly things whole. I would do the squid. <laughs> <laughs> Is that the sequel to your second? That's tape? the sequel, yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> um any more trivia? None from me. Alex? Um no nah, Alex move on. <laughs> okay, movie baby. I, I am literally
0: reading the IMD. Asta La Vista. Sorry. Baby. It's too late. Nobody puts baby in a corner. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, baby. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Literally looking at me talking. <laughs> Press this button anyway. <laughs> Just sake. like dead staring you in the <laughs> eyes. <laughs> Sorry, you were reading trivia, weren't you?
2: Yes. <laughs>
0: Beep. Um, movie babies. Um Oh, yeah.
1: I'm going to say this one is... I'm going to cop out and say it is Raiders because that establishes who Indy is. He goes on these weird adventures. But... I'm. I'm sorry. I'm going to do this. I'm going to mix it with uh, Star Trek: Deep Space Nine mm-hmm. um, because the religion is real. It's not explained how it works, but it absolutely is real, and it has real life consequences where the magic happens. People can channel it, and there's and there's no explanation for how it works. It just does. No, yeah, I agree. And here he, he can rip out the heart, and you know the the body sets on fire, and the heart you know explodes into flames, and it's not explained how that would you know, be real in any physical way, and yet it is. Yeah. We're shown that that's absolutely a consequence of this universe.
0: Sure. So the religion is real. I agree. And that's a consistent thing throughout these films as well. It's all, well, this couldn't possibly be real. (laughs) But it is. (laughs) There it is. (laughs) Um, Mine are a bit weird. Oh, okay. My first one I think is completely justified, and it's it's, um, James Bond. The beginning of this film yep. is oh, it, yeah. is an absolute beginning of a James Bond film. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely. Nightclub takes out some bandits. I love the little escape as well, where he gets into the plane <laughs> off the bag. Oh, that was funny. But yeah, so I that had, I had a little bit of a giggle at the at
1: the uh, the opening of it when all the cabaret dancers come out. I wrote my little note and showed it to my wife. I wrote, "The opening
0: is this." Mel Brooks, Indiana
1: Jones. <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> so James Bond for that. And I did just bring it up earlier, but I'm going to go to the first Scooby-Doo live action film. Okay. He's brought to a place as a guest and it turns out that okay. it's just in a way of tra- trapping him and then he takes away their little artifact which frees them and it literally is about- in this case, freeing enslaved people rather than freeing the souls of the enslaved people. Like, okay. Um, I think there's a, a weird amount of parallels between those and that one actor that was bald. So, um,
2: <laughs> <laughs> it just absolutely concretes this one down for me. Um, look, I'm going to have to go with, I think, what's the, the Sherlock one where the, it's, I think it's the second one, the Into the Shadows
0: or something? Yeah, Shadow something. Game,
2: Game of Shadows. Thank you, off my Yeah.
0: Um, off by Zane, much like off-Broadway Zane. <laughs> it's and, just as good. And like The Mummy Returns. Mummy Maybe. Returns oh, is yeah, good too, okay. yeah.
2: For the under-the-ground theme.
0: Every time we stuff. mention The mummies franchise I, the Mummy franchise, I get really sad about Brendan Fraser. <laughs> What's
2: he up to? What's he doing? Is he alive? Being bipolar somewhere.
0: <laughs> is he bipolar? <laughs> uh,
2: I, don't, I don't know. That's uh, very
0: much. Is everything <laughs> as tripolar? This is not the podcast. But. All right. Um, <laughs> <laughs> tweets? <laughs> yes. Hey, wait, Alex, Alex. What, are you, what do you reckon, tweets? <laughs> do you reckon tweets? Okay. Yeah? No? Come on. Anyone? Yeah, let's do no, it. No, no. <laughs> Come
2: on. <laughs> Is it be
1: sports in it? Are you
2: kidding?
0: Yeah, I wasn't Trashing, playing that one, Seb.
2: Fighting, torture, revenge, giants, monsters, chases, escapes, true love, miracles.
1: This one was, uh, I made a choice in this one, but I could have gone two ways. Mm-hmm. Molaram teaches us the importance of not forgetting about the high ground. Hashtag stay safe. Yep. (laughs) But my original thinking was Molaram teaches us the importance of not forgetting to get the infinity gauntlet
0: before collecting the stones. Yep. (laughs) Mine was, man, crocodiles sure hate black clothes. (laughs) (laughs) yep <laughs> seriously I think, that, I think in all the shots of those people being eaten by crocodiles there's one that has some sort of meat in it and the rest are all just clothes yep yep. it's great <laughs> how many times can they get a white lady
2: to scream in a movie 71 <laughs> 71 times that's how many <laughs> oh
0: god damn she screamed all, all right um I'm gonna put the, the good first good first bad first straight into good yeah, straight into good good
2: okay
1: why not go ahead Make my day. Made it
0: the world! How's that for a slice of fried gold? Yeah, boy! I'm actually just kind to Google exactly how many times she screams in this film. I'm sure there's a count. The opening is brilliant. It's very fun, it's right? so
1: much fun. It's so cheesy, but in the right kind of way. Mm. Um, it's Spielberg. Spielberg showing us that... Um, slapstick can feel sophisticated. It doesn't have to be just for cartoons or just for comic effect. You can still have the. I mean, when the when the vial is being kicked around the house, uh, kicked around the kicked around the floor, and Winnie's after the diamond, uh, Indy's after the after the vial of the antidote, and it's just been kicked around the floor by everybody screaming and going around. It can be played to be sophisticated. Absolutely. Or feel sophisticated, at least. You know, it's not terribly clever writing, mm. but it can be paid off.
0: Yeah. Fun, uh, great. I do agree, though. Yeah. Very fun intro. Dan Aykroyd as well. Yeah. Yep. Just kind of shows up. See, my, I was trying to remember the Dan Aykroyd cameo in this franchise, and for some reason I had him wearing a fez <laughs> in my head. Oh, right. I thought he was in like Saudi Arabia or something, but yeah.
1: No, there's not even
0: a close up. You, you, you can make out his face if you pay attention to it, but it's not
1: even a close up of, of his face.
0: I will say the Netflix version of this film is particularly clear. I think it did get a yeah. bit of a touch-up. I mean, it's Lucas in some regard. I'm sure it got a touch-up regardless of whether it needed it or not. But um, I, I-
1: Inserted some banthers somewhere. Yeah.
0: But he never gets like a, a close-up you know, <laughs> no. reveal shot, but it is definitely Ackroyd. Um Generally, I had a lot more of a fun time with this film than I anticipated. I- I went in thinking, all right, fuck me dead. I've got three hours till bed. This movie's two and a bit. I've got to write this article. Like, let's just let's get her done, Seb. But I had a very fun time with this one. Yeah. I think on face value it's weird how this film sits with the rest of the franchise. It's weird. But it's not bad.
1: I'm not sure where to address this, whether in good or bad, but it's it's classic well. You know, saying classic Indiana Jones doesn't really make sense because there are only three films, and this one was the second. Yep. So, if anything, this one is the follow-up. It sort of establishes the franchise, uh, but it's it stands apart from the others in that it feels like an Indiana Jones until um, where is it? Until the dinner scene. Um.
0: It's it's James Bond. This film is James Bond, and it absolutely is. He's globe trotting. And he's going, and he's effectively acting like a spy when he gets to the dinner. He's and that's
1: and that's what Indy does. You know, he does dress up and meet with the people and find out what's going on. You know, he makes the contacts that he needs to to get the resources that he needs. But up until that dinner scene, it feels like Indiana Jones. Then it gets a little bit derailed, and it doesn't feel like Indiana Jones anymore through the whole um, through Winnie and him making the whole "Who's going to make the first move?" scene. I don't think that fits at all. With I Indiana think that was a Jack. fun scene though. Yeah. It doesn't feel like it though. Yeah. Um, and then uh, finding, finding the, the hidden cult uh, basement is a little bit Indiana Jones, but then the whole cult thing down there, it doesn't feel like Indiana Jones either. Uh, and then they start escaping through the tunnels in the, in the cars. Then it feels like Indiana Jones again. So there's that yeah. weird part in the middle is like that half hour or so where it just doesn't quite feel Right.
2: I'm not going to lie that like th- just like as the dinner scene is happening I'm pretty sure that's where I fell asleep last night. <laughs> right. <laughs> and then I was like oh, I've got to I got to turn this off and
1: and even start that again. exposition it's it's good that they're trying to explain it but it's weird that it takes so long.
0: Yeah. Mm. You know it was, yeah it was odd. If I can throw a really good part in there I think the dinner scene was great and the attack scene it was fun. when yeah. after the little flirt off happened when Indy goes back to his bedroom and he's put yeah. up. Super simple, but having the assassin in the room, literally standing in front of that wall painting where there was identically yeah. dressed people yeah. was brilliant. I was oh, a yeah. great little bit. And yeah. to the point of when he goes into the lady's room to try and find out if there's also an assassin there for her, you're, you're trying to find one because of how, the, how well hidden that first one was. Yeah. And there's no one there. But are you're struggling to be like, no, is there, could they be there? Could they be there? <laughs> like they've, they've convinced you that it's now. Impo- yeah. It's possible for someone just to blend into nothing. Yeah, I thought it was really a strong scene there.
1: Indiana Jones is a great character because he screws up so much. Oh, he
0: screws up a lot in this film he, oh, too. Yeah. He
1: hardly ever has a plan and he's constantly shooting from the hip. Mm. He's always just finding himself in these situations and then just reacting to it. He's never on top of it. Oh, very very rarely on top of it.
0: Well, the only reason he doesn't die in that scene is because the idiot attacked him while short ram, was in the room. Yep. Yeah. Okay, short round, is this a good thing or a bad thing? I think this kid is kind of great and then also a horrible racist stereotype <laughs> oh, at the same yeah. time. But when I try to watch this with my 1980s goggles, it's it is funny. It's just a kid Where's in a the hell? kid's parents. He got shot in the first scene. No, I have no idea. Yeah, Indy took over being his guardian.
2: Where's the kid in the second well in, in Raiders then? Well he must he'd have
1: grown found up. him at home already.
0: Oh yeah he's grown, grown up,
1: up in a year. Yep.
0: Yeah, he, he, what? He, the kid's eight. He's, I don't not, know. he's not taking him out of the continent of Asia. He stays there. That's his little connection.
1: Yeah, maybe he made it big with the village. They revere him as the hero who you know
0: they call him Tree rounds now. Yeah.
1: <laughs> freed all the children. Now he gets you know free mm-hmm. rice
0: for life. Short, You're thin. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, fun stuff. Okay. Taking off on the airplane at the beginning of the film, having the reveal that it's the bad guy. Nice try,
1: in- Laoshae. <laughs> <laughs>
0: it's, so, it's so cheesy. It feels like a Simpsons joke though, doesn't yep. it? Yep. Yep. But I loved it. Um,
1: there are lots of little good one-liners like that. Mm. And, and it's again, it's an example of Indy fucking up, absolutely oh. screwing up.
0: Well, his contact gave him the plane. <laughs> like, the... It shows how much could be avoided if you had like a mobile phone. I'm being chased by Lao Shay. Get me out of here! Is all that needed to happen. But Akron not to book yeah. that plane. <laughs>
2: that's it. I'm weird- being chased. Get me a plane. Oh, good. Lao Shay's got a plane going now,
1: real soon. <laughs> the weird thing is, as you as you see the flight plan on the map, which is very much an Indiana Jones trope, and I love it. You know, yeah. Spielberg does all these little things that you know it gives it the the film's continuity, and that's just a part of the gimmick. That's the meme. Uh, where it it lands for refueling, obviously, because it changes direction. It lands in Zhang or some other other city. I can't quite remember the name. And I was thinking to myself, I said out loud to my wife, they landed for fuel – and Indy didn't once stretch his legs and realise that the plane has Lao She written on it. And she said, well, it's kind of behind the door and why would they close the door when people are out? Like, okay, I buy that. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah, it's It still makes sense that he would that he would be tricked
0: all the way along. Maybe he just tipped his hat down to have that nap and never woke up. <laughs> <laughs> Slept the entire time. <laughs> kill him then, just shoot him. He was, Who cares? <laughs> he was poisoned. Maybe he was just a <laughs> just
1: poison him again. <laughs> Offer him some water. God, it, they, you don't have to take off the plane and you know lose an entire plane for it. Just killing one is in the air. Nobody's going to be looking.
0: I did love the little. I mean, it was very obvious the signpost <laughs> at the beginning. Of uh, you know the old ma- the man laughing and being like, "Give us back the diamond for the antidote." <laughs> <laughs> God damn it. But like, there's that, that little subtle thing. Like, he what? goes to have his first sip of the champagne, and she he gets knocked by the lady, and you see that it's pissed off one of the henchmen, and it's because they've poisoned yes. it, and they want him to drink it, but they, they don't obviously have, yeah. yes, uh, right. But they don't put too much attention onto it no. that Indy would ever catch to it, and it's just nice enough that it's like. But even when you go back and rewatch it, you see, oh. Of course, they're angry about him not drinking the thing. Now it makes sense. Yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah. And Indy, how arrogant he is to not even think that, they oh, I've got you now. Yep. I've got the diamond. I've got the thing. And yeah, I Didn- oh, didn't want you silver. I did this deal for the diamond. So you're going to give me the diamond. Eh, okay. Oh,
0: Indy, 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 Indy. Yeah. Um, what did you guys feel about him when he, when he arrives in India and gets taken to the village and they effectively say, Dibs, you as our chosen one, go save our village?
1: <laughs> yeah. They did kind of just rope him into that mm. straight away.
0: Absolutely. I th- you know things, probably. <laughs> we don't know, but maybe. This is why it's weird for me that this is now a prequel in my mind. Because I kind of, my little headcanon was with what happened in the desert with the Ark of the Covenant, maybe there's a bit of, oh, a bit of rumor about this gentleman. You know, something like that was a big deal. He no. melted half the fucking Nazi right. fleet, you know, whatever. Right. Maybe word has spread of Indy's journeys and now they, these people are aware of him. No, no he's not. He's
1: just a white guy who shows up one day.
0: He's like, you must be the white guy of the prophecy. And you're like, <laughs> yes, that's me. You
1: could, you could argue it that way, but mm. that that's what it was. Or, or the shaman just takes it as a sign yeah. that this outsider comes in. So of, you know, and there's this great tragedy that has befallen the village. So, of course, he must be the one that has been sent to, to fix us. So mm. let's just latch on to him and, and go. We'll give you all the supplies you need. Just make sure you go in the opposite direction of where you want to go.
0: I'll address this. <laughs> I don't think this is an issue, but I know people will. Yes, there is this horrible negative thing that comes along with, of course, the white man comes to the Asian village and he's the savior that they couldn't do themselves. There is a, a, definitely a, a, a negative reading that can be made of that. I don't think this film ever tries to play it off like the white man is here to oh, save no, no, the outsider. No, no, that's exactly- yeah. he's an outsider. Yeah, and I, because I know people will age uh, this film badly out of like, oh, no, of don't, course, yeah, don't but it's Because not. that
1: wasn't the intention, that wasn't the yeah. point.
0: Yeah. I'm just, I'm addressing yeah. their feelings and saying I think they're wrong.
1: <laughs> yeah, very much so.
0: Well, okay, any other good, sparkling good moments you guys want to hone in on before we move on to the bad then?
1: Um, yeah, I kind of love the idea that you could just stroll up to a palace and be greeted by the Prime Minister and then, yeah, how about some dinner, guy? <laughs> All right. Yep. <laughs> sure. You yeah. You mentioned a college that I'm quite fond of. Let's let's have dinner yeah. at the palace with the sh- with the king, yeah. with the Shah.
0: <laughs> yep. It's that Why easy. I, I love the idea that that used to just happen. I get the, okay, the heart rate scene as well. Yes. That iconic moment, very fun. Oh, yeah. Kind of that moment of like, what the fuck is happening in this movie? <laughs> Which is nice because it takes them from- them trying to assassinate him with a, you know, with a sword or whatever in the, in the bedroom into like this, oh, it's, an, it's a supernatural cult. And that's the kind of jumping off point for the film where and it then, takes that dive. Yeah, mm-hmm. the weird introduction of the voodoo, the, vo- the voodoo doll, that's real. That was a bit rushed for my liking, but yeah, sure, it's different. I like that they're playing with all these fun, crazy ideas and just you using them. like When was the last time you saw a fucking voodoo doll got, vo- voodoo doll get used in a movie?
1: I think maybe that's why I keep thinking it's set um, in in as, Mexico in yeah. the Caribbean, uh, and not in and not in India because I don't yeah. I don't know Iris whether of the
2: Caribbean th- I think
0: yeah well I don't know so what Andrew's saying as well yeah I don't think I'm not sure if voodoo dolls are strictly have an Indian origin I was not if they are I apologise I was not aware but I did
1: I didn't think they existed either. in India at all
0: yeah well voodoo is literally a, a Caribbean thing.
1: Well, African right? thing that yeah. was taken there.
0: So it's not an Indian thing and it is a voodoo doll, but I don't know whether there was like a yeah. a parallel in India yeah. they'd use, but India I'm not familiar a, with it.
1: a sh- Shanvan doll. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm going to hit the bad button before someone says something that gets a strict... No, I'm kidding. <laughs> things.
1: No, there, there are lots of little clever things. in in the film at least seven even even in the opening i love the lazy susan just the gimmick yeah yeah and they and they just focus on that you know there's (laughs) dedicated seconds to watching this lazy susan go around and it's funny i liked him
0: running alongside the gong using it as a shield yes that was brilliant yep
1: and that's very james
0: bondy that
1: that 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 whole scene even the
0: white suit that he's wearing so james bondy
1: james bondy in the sense that it's improvised Mm. that he's in the situation he doesn't necessarily have an escape plan he didn't think he didn't expect the situation was going to go like this and it's just indy improvising his way out
0: oh point of order okay so this is a prequel according to what now to the table which is even more confusing so when indy but when he's trying to meet them on the bridge yeah he gets confronted by two guards with swords and they're doing that's <laughs> all sword trick <laughs> yes and he goes to do the gag from the first movie that's where right. he just shoots them that's and right. his mm-hmm. gun's yeah. missing yeah, yeah. Which is a callback the, to something that hasn't happened yet. Well, the
1: film is a sequel, but yeah. if in the logic of the film, it's a pre- maybe he just likes shooting people. <laughs> just, this, Indy's dark. Yeah, Indy,
0: <laughs> He is not a
1: hero. He doesn't oh. care about anything going... He just wants to complete his mission. He just cares about the artefacts and about getting them into museums. He does not care who he has to kill mm. to make that happen. He is not a hero.
0: Yeah, absolutely. No, he is. He's he is he's dark. He just he wants takes, to live and get the fuck out. He takes pleasure... In executing people. I'm not sure he takes pleasure <laughs> in it, but he's definitely not uncomfortable. No, he's yes. not uncomfortable. That's right. He doesn't have that inhibition. But yeah, that, that was a great gag where he's yeah. like, fuck the- God damn it. Yeah, that was good. Just I'll get stuff.
1: you and I'll hold on.
0: Yeah. Yep. yeah. yeah. But then he, he kicks their asses anyway. Surprisingly competent One, and un- bursts, right?
1: Un- until
0: the
2: giant swarm of the red capes- <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nope. No. <laughs>
0: the second they go, they get to that um that rope bridge. Though you're just like, okay, someone's cutting that right. Yeah. Like, yeah, I didn't expect it. I, I forgot where it was, and in my head, I'm like, <laughs> he'll run across and cut it, and they'll fall. Because I seen agents had seen it in my in all my wildest dreams. I never would have imagined him cutting it while standing dead center in the bridge. <laughs> that was the part but I like,
1: hold on, <laughs> wrap, wrap your head around something because we're going down. Yep. I don't think um, I've ever or. laughed out loud at, in any other viewing except for this one when they've gone through all that crap. They've, they've gone through it all themselves. It's just Indy and whoever else he could you know get or, or whatever other toys he could Im- improvise around against the entire cult, against Molaram himself. And at the end of that, that's when the British army shows up and just ho, ho! Yeah. <laughs> shoots, all, shoots all the guys <laughs> across, the, across the... I don't think I've ever laughed out loud in any other viewing yep. apart.
0: <laughs> oh, but and this one, it
1: just <laughs> struck me as, yes, <laughs> of course, that's the moment where you do that. Yeah. And the red guys are, oh, run
0: away! <laughs> right away run away! <laughs> we can't possibly match firearms. <laughs> but that's another bit that it feels very much from the mummy with the, the French Foreign Legion yes, showing so up to you, yeah, yeah. assist as well. Like, it's just, yeah... Um, Any final good before we touch the bad? Um,
2: No. (laughs) Good. good.
0: Houston, we have a problem. I'm as mad as hell, and I'm not going to take this anymore. You are
1: tearing me apart, Lisa.
2: I've fallen, and I can't
0: get up. I can't believe
1: you've done this.
2: So as they're going in... um, to the, the temple. There's the, the part where he's he's just gone into the lady's room and then he found, finds a statue and um, pushes on the breasts and the thing opens. Yeah? <laughs> yes. Just before that, he uses his whip to strangle and basically hang the assassin. The hanging was, yes. a, was an accident, but yes. Yep. Yes. Um, and then he, they're going down into the, the temple. Yep. Yeah? Temple of Doom, yes. Yep. Yes. <laughs> Uh, and then there's a part where he just happens to have his whip back to swing across. Of course you, he does. You don't see him take the body down. <laughs> it's literally like bam, bam, bam. Like I, the guy's hung. He Then he goes into the room to
0: check on thing. No, no, short he, no, round no, retrieved it for him. He says to short round, turn off the fan. He turns it off and the man drops to the ground. That happens That's in right, the movie. He does too, yeah. yeah. Do you know, don't see him pick up. I'm not sure if thing? he picks it up, but he definitely takes the guy that he hung down from the fan, who's on Rand the ground after okay. that scene. Short but, Rand yeah. would have
1: collected it. Yeah, he's a good. Like, okay. I don't know, whether I, I yeah, just, that maybe, part. Maybe I'm sure about my,
2: my drowsiness that missed that, but it just it seemed like hmm, now you've got all your stuff again. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Level <laughs> reset. Yeah, but I don't
0: remember him picking it up personally. But I at least know that the guy was not was not hanging from the ceiling by the end of that scene. He was on the ground before we cut scenes. Okay. So that's right. something.
1: It's, it's weird that in this one, yeah, he doesn't have any puzzles to solve.
0: Yeah, He has the puzzle of don't get crushed to death. Yeah. Which he almost fails twice. <laughs> <laughs> and relying on Winnie to, to, oh.
1: to do that. It's so frustrating. It's, it's a good kind of tension. Like it's not entirely a bad point. because She does work at some level in the film, but she is such an annoying character. Oh my God, yes. yes. <laughs> is she meant to be though? I
0: think she's meant to be.
1: I think it was overplayed. Whatever whatever their intention was, I think they went beyond uh, whatever the the annoying level was was supposed to be. Because she is a little bit of a foil for Indy. She's there to distract him, not just to to be the love interest. And even that kind of doesn't work. Mm. Does anybody else feel that or is that just me alone?
2: No, I agree.
1: Because it feels out of place when they're they're playing against each other. It's a funny little scene but it just feels like it's focused too much. Like one of, one of, one of my notes uh, in this is that this film doesn't know, the tone isn't consistent all the way through. You know, is it, is it a serious adventure film trying to save the village? Is it a commentary on the resentment people have to their governments? Is it a romantic comedy? Yeah. It doesn't. Yeah. Who knows? It feels like it focuses just too much on all the elements at the same time to be any one of those things. What
0: she reminded me of is actually weirdly, I guess I think this movie made me a throwback. You ever see Six Days, Seven Nights? Yes. With Harrison Ford? Yes. Yeah. Um, um was it? and An- 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 Hesh. Hesh. Yeah. That is what she reminded me of. But that film came out right. in 98, which right. is much after this film did. Great
1: film. One of my favourite films, actually.
0: Yeah. I think that's a better version of this character, <laughs> but that's that's my memory was but that. The
1: film isn't about that. That's just one little scene in it. And I'm saying, I think it's overplayed mm. in the movie.
0: No, I don't disagree. It's, she's very frustrating. <laughs> I'm, I'll try to be diplomatic here. I wanted her to get crushed to death. <laughs> oh, so no, no, no. <laughs> um, yeah. I never bought into their love only because I hated her so much. <laughs> <laughs> and Harrison Ford seems like a man that has less patience than me. So just very curious as to what he was doing.
1: I don't understand why he was, so, why he was playing the game. Because he's indie, he mm. just takes what he wants,
0: mm. right? That's well, called rape, though. No, no, he
1: yeah. doesn't. He doesn't. No, no, no. He doesn't rape anybody. But like, he's very assertive oh, in how yep. he'll just go after the girl rather than play the game. And I think sort he, of likes, tease her he likes
0: to win. And that's the thing. He can't just take it. He has to win his prize. So it's, it's about getting
1: her to come to him first. Correct.
0: Yeah. Not saying this is a good character trait. It's I just it's just indie, though. Look,
1: I, I get that for the character. I didn't get that feeling from the. It feels out of place. Yeah. Do we have a love interest in the first movie? I'm trying to think now. Yes. Well, yeah. What's her name? Well, um, oh, she was competent. Miriam. Yeah. But th- yeah, again, I had, this, I had this fight with my wife that she in that film was established as a previous love interest, mm. right? And she's the love interest from the very start of the film. Whereas Winnie in, in Willy? this one- Willie? Oh, Willie. Sorry, not, not Winnie. Okay. Yeah. He's holding her hostage- at the start of the film, he doesn't know her. He's just holding her hostage because he wants the antidote. And Lao Tse says, "Yeah, go ahead. I've got a. I've got a. I'll just get another girl. I don't care about this one." So indeed, he's not in love with her at that point. And then she just gets dragged along because she wants to get out of a bad situation too. He's, you know, she realizes she's meaningless to Lao Tse, so she just needs to get out. And then they're in the plane together, and then they just get. So she's there as a consequence of his escape. He didn't take her along to save her for any reason, and then he's falling in love with her. That part always seems strange to me. It feels forced. Like it was, again, an element of the film that was trying to be developed. It was trying to be something else, but it, it was never. there's never a path to it from, from how the film ends up being executed. There's never a clear path to how they got to him being in love. He just all of a sudden is in love with her. Maybe that's just me. No, no, no. It, it makes sense. All right. Good, good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Molaram's good. Who? Oh yes, yeah. But they the whole, but Indian the whole cult again. I don't, I don't get what they're, what they're trying. They're trying they to, take, to it, take over the world. Take to bring, over to India, bring, I thought. Yeah, to bring Kali back to to life. Is that right? Yeah, I think sure? so. I
0: thought it was just to, to rule India. They wanted to unite all of India because yeah. I think at this point India is kind of civil warish, isn't it? Because it's of the broke, British. Yeah, all the different British. Maharajas. Yeah, yeah. I thought their whole plan was just to unite the kingdoms of India. See even even that motivation
1: isn't entirely clear. Because yeah. Molaram is just an evil guy who is sacrificing people With and them. he needs to be stopped for that reason. Yep. And also I uh, think it's a bad sequel.
0: I don't I But it's not it's a prequel. <laughs> yeah, oh, <probably> exactly right. <laughs> I don't know, I didn't I don't mind that. I think the plan his Molaram's plan is a little bit flawed. Like, They're I, always I'm, flawed. I have to use child labor. I'm like, you've got a lot of people, man. Yeah, yeah, exactly A lot right. of fit people, and I'm sure they could work five hour shifts. Hell, and you you've, do you've really
1: hypnotized well. the Raj. Pay for workers. You don't yep. have to enslave children and piss the villagers off. Hire them. You've got the money. Yep. The Raj will pay.
0: Exactly. <laughs> yeah, like you've, you've boxed yourself into this corner where you're suspicious and evil and it yeah. could have just been bureaucratic <laughs> yeah. and evil. That's, like that's it's, exactly right. Oh.
1: <laughs> and gotten away with it. Oh, I wouldn't have gotten away with it too. is <laughs> one of those rare cases that being
0: on the books is like more helpful for your yeah, evil plan. Yeah,
1: right. Um. I mean, it's not like he was trying to be secretive. He hypnotized the head of the government. Yeah. Who had absolute power over everything that happened in his kingdom.
0: Yeah, it's not a good plan. And he didn't <laughs> use it.
1: He didn't use it.
0: Uh, flaws. Right. Did you guys want to move to verdicts? Let's. Sure.
1: But to be the man, you got to beat the man. And I'm saying, woo, right here. I'm the man.
0: You want answers? I think I'm entitled. You to. want answers? I want the truth. You can't handle the truth. Slap it on with the might of Zeus. I really enjoyed this film, and weirdly more than I did last time. As in, sorry, last uh, the um ah uh, uh, last you time you watched, watched it. <laughs> no, sorry, um the the, 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 last the Raiders. Raiders lost. <laughs> Ark. so I couldn't remember the damn title. Um.
2: <laughs> Spit it out, boy. Come
0: on. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Uh, for the reason I had it, I just had more fun. I think Raiders is a better made movie, but this film was a more enjoyable one for me. I think it's this had more fun moments for me. The only downside I would have is how annoying that lady's voice became for the end of it. But you know what? I enjoyed it. Indy had a little secret heel turn because of all the blood drinking stuff. There were some <laughs> cool elements in there. Oh, you didn't touch it. Very cheesy. No, Mr. Jones, you must <laughs> fight the power. Or whatever. Fuck it. But all in all. Fun stuff and a very fun way of getting into the actual adventure. It started off strong with them being stuck in the plane and having to jump off in the life raft. This film starts off so fast-paced and it just kind of it's a it's a wild ride from then. But so I'm going to give it a recommend. I'm firmly behind this film and I didn't think I would be going into it.
1: Okay, despite all the bad notes that I had, it is it is a good film. It is an enjoyable film. It's my least favorite of all the Indiana Joneses and it's. The one I've seen the least as well, uh, but every time I I watch it, I think I enjoy it more. Okay. Just because just because I'm, I'm seeing new things, I'm getting I'm getting more familiar with it, and it's there. Are, like I said, there's there's the bit in the middle that doesn't feel like Indiana Jones, but the rest of it does, and it's still and it's still you know competently made good Indiana Jones on those things. It's just the middle of the film that is out of place and kind of brings the whole thing down a little bit. Uh, but still recommended i look forward to seeing this the next time i do
2: okay um look for me th- cuz this was my first time watching it and i've only seen raiders um so my idea of indiana jones is not this movie like, okay it, it does not feel like indiana jones it he's not solving puzzles he's not yeah um kind of not being indiana jones like it's it, he's just an adventurer going along with the ride not trying to figure out how he's going to get the the thing through an elaborate plan or you know it just it felt different to raiders and so much so that like i i have no intention of watching it but it's not a bad movie
0: i can't say this enough but comparatively to the other two films in this original trilogy this is a james bond film james bond doesn't solve problems he solves people (laughs) <laughs> he goes around and he gets the bad people out of where they're doing so they stop doing what they the bad thing they're doing okay. Indiana Jones in the first one and the third one solves puzzles yes. and then stops people through that yeah. this film is absolutely just a James Bond film with khaki and that's yeah. for me that's not a problem but it's I agree stark difference from the two films yes. around it though
2: yes uh, so but like within saying that like I I don't have any like real urge to want to watch it again but I would recommend it to other people. Yeah, you would. <laughs>
0: Excellent, good choice.
1: And even the even the Indiana Jones memes, like the uh, the ball rolling rolling down, that's from Raiders, yeah. not from not from this one. His whip is again used in Raiders more than this one, is it? Yep, he uses, yeah, pretty sure it is. If you're talking about iconic scenes,
0: though, the the dinner and the heart rip scene are. Uh, Staples of this of this film, I'd say. This film it's, does have its bits. When I
1: think Temple of Doom, I do not think of the dinner. Do you think of the heart rip scene at least? The, yeah, yeah the, yeah, the heart rip scene and the whole underground uh, cult mm. uh, lair. That's that's what I think of when I when I think of Temple of Doom.
0: All I can think of for the the third film, top without having re- 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 without having watched it recently, is I don't want to go too spoil because Alex hasn't seen it. But the conversation with the knight yep. is the only thing yep. I. Oh, and the bridge. And the get, tank, not the tank. I can't remember it. I don't know what you mean. Oh, like, okay. But the bridge to get to the night. Yeah, that's yeah. the only things that I can yeah. think about yeah. now. Well, that
1: whole that whole sequence yes. in that
0: in that temple. Yeah, but I'm sure there are other bits when I watch it that I'll be like, oh, of course, that's the one with the blah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's the the whole movie is the one with Sean Connery. That's pretty. That's pretty <laughs> memorable. But um, yeah, I just I struggle to think of it, but I'm sure when we watch it. It'll be like yeah, memory lane again. It'll be like oh, of course, the scene with the blah and the scene with the blah blah blah. Yeah, it'll be fun. There are no fake outs in this one. Okay, I, I was talking about this with with my wife.
1: Like the first one, uh, Raiders has that scene with the coat hanger, right, where, mm-hmm. where the Gustavo yeah. agent is taking yeah. out the thing and he's what the hell is this? Is it some sort of torture device? Is it you know a pair of nunchucks? Oh no, it's a coat hanger. That's yeah. in uh, Last Crusade again. Don't, don't want to spoil it, but the scene on the cliff, right. Yep, where they're all looking over, looking over the edge, and oh, he's. Yep, that's it. It's, it's over, and yep, <laughs> and he comes up and he's doing exactly the same thing again. Nice, nice fake out for everything. This one doesn't have one of those scenes. It doesn't have that same kind of
0: fake oh, out. I have one fake out. One. Oh, finally a soup. <laughs> oh no, eyeballs.
1: <laughs> Maybe, but if that's supposed to be the fake no, out, no, I it, 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 it doesn't nail it. Yeah. <laughs> It's, it's shocking, but not really not really the fake out. So yeah. yeah, it's it doesn't fit in with the other Indiana Jones films, but it's still enjoyable. Mm. I think because of that nice little Spielberg charm. Excellent. All right. Socials. <laughs> Facebook.com <laughs> slash second take <laughs> podcast. It, or second <laughs> take. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> One of those. <laughs> Find us on Instagram at second take podcast. And if you live in the future, you can tweet us at SecondTakeTNC.
0: Chuck us a line on our email. Oh, I'm down with the lingo. Uh, SecondTakePodcast at gmail.com. And you can head over to our website for all of our delicious, delicious content. SecondTakePodcast.com. com. We are having a little bit of an issue with our Spotify feed at the moment, so apologies if you do normally listen on, on there. Um just discovered randomly a couple of weeks ago that we just hadn't had an update on there. We're trying to get it fixed by now, hopefully it is, because this will be a couple of weeks removed. But if you if you <laughs> if you're listening to this on Spotify, it's been fixed. Yeah. You can pretty much <laughs> stop writing. Thank you. <laughs> um as for what we're doing next week, I think we worked out that Spider-Man's after this. If I mean, not, it'd be yeah, another indie film. then then Spider-Man, right. but it yeah. might be Spider-Man, then indie. Um, but not an indie film. Indiana Jones film. And The Last Crusade, asterisk, and there's one more after that. <laughs> yeah, the other weird one. Indiana Crystal Jones Skull? and the, Is it The Temple of the Crystal Skull? Is that the right title? Kingdom of Kingdom, the Crystal Skull. That's the one. Oh, I've never seen not it. Not The Palace of the Crystal I saw it at the cinemas, and I remember it being a film. So, <laughs> <laughs> you can't wait. <laughs> Awesome. the Red Letter Media review of it
1: is... Uh, the Mr. Plinkett review is fantastic. Nice juicy one, is it? Yep. Kingdom of the Crystal Skull, it exists. Thank you very much. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> yep, that's
0: so far, that's my summation of it. Um, Are we doing that one? Yeah, we're doing all four yeah. Indiana Jones films.
2: And not there five?
0: No, four. There was three oh, originals oh, and th- then prob- one that came out Probably after. a fifth
1: plan where... Harrison Ford will agree to do it only if he dies in it and retires Indiana
0: Jones oh, forever. I mean, like, if really? we want to push the... There was a, a, a <laughs> series called the Young Indiana Jones movie. Oh, Indiana Jones Jr.? No, Young Indiana Jones, I think it was. It was a TV well, show. Crystal
1: Skull <laughs> establishes Shia LaBeouf as his son, who's I think quite I'm, capable of taking over the reins.
0: Yeah, he's not capable. Um, well, not, I'm not I'm, blaming Shia as an actor. <laughs> I mean, the character is not a capable... Fit, but no, he's is a greaser. They yeah. to replace him with a greaser. It's like, what it's are you nice. doing? It's got to change with the times. That's fine. <laughs> but this movie came out ten years ago. Greasers were not in then either.
2: Well, the heroic Set academic fifty-seven, yeah,
1: academic <sighs> adventurers Eat were not a greaser thing either.
0: <laughs> all right, all right. Thank you very much for joining us.
2: So, what should I listen to now?
0: We are Castology. This is our podcast about podcasts.
1: We are your castologists, Patrick Shearer,
2: Liz Best,
1: and Zanzi Weber.